This is Sad Bell from the Kansas City Soccer Journal, back with a, I'll say it's a grassroots edition of the Shades of Blue uh, podcast. I have with me the the coaches and leadership of Sunflower State FC. Is that fair? One of the leadership. Yeah, yeah. one of them. Uh, Sal or Sesti, which do you prefer to go by? Just just Sal. Sal, okay. Uh, Nick McDonald from he coaches the the men's side and Jose Ramos coaches the women's side. Uh, off to a start this season. And for those who don't know, Sal, won't you explain what Sunflower State is? So Sunflower State is a minor league soccer team. We are in the fourth division of both the men's and women's. So we play in the NPSL for the men, um, which is the step below uh you professional so it's pre-professional um and then we've been there for the last two years uh last year we made the playoffs and got bounced out in the first round this year we're looking we've got a much better team this year uh a little bit more organization as we grow every year and then for the women we have a a, a good team like coach jose brought a lot of people back from the uws2 which was um united women's soccer league division two last year and they just scored a lot of goals. So we, we decided to go up in competition to the WPSL or Women's Premier Soccer League, which has been around for since 98, I believe. And uh, it's a big step up in competition and professionalism. And um, we're really excited about it because we got a good team this year. Yeah, uh, Coach Jose, you, you guys did score a lot of goals last year and you're scoring some goals this year too. I, I, I'm looking at your record. Uh, first game was a, a 2-1 loss, but the second game was a, pretty much a 5 nothing drubbing of uh, your opponent there yes yes it was a good game started started the season a good game uh not the way that we wanted uh but yeah after that uh, we were able to pick it up uh, right away we have a great group of girls a lot of returners from last year a lot of the girls that i coach at college uh, so yeah, it was a it was a good step up for us since wpsl there's uh yeah about 50 percent the girls drafted uh have participated on that league so yeah it is a big step up for us which is exciting for what we want to provide we want to provide the best experience possible for each one of the players. So playing the WPSL was, uh, was a deal breaker for us. So I, uh, I watched a fair amount of your game against Casey courage. The the one you lost, I actually missed all the goals. I'll, I, I left a little bit early cause I had to go cover the other women's team in town. And, but it was, it was a really good match. I thought it was uh, very well played. Both teams were really well coached. I thought they maybe had you a little bit in the midfield, but you guys had a really strong defense and a good attack. Was that a, is that a fair statement from that game at least? Yeah, yeah, I think you have to see, kind of take a look at kind of what each coach wants to get out of the out of the game. You know, for us, uh, we play out of the back, so we most of the time just sucking opponents in. So when you watch our games, it's kind of like, hey, you're playing your own half. Uh, that's something that we expected with our style of play. But yeah, I think. Uh, was a uh, was a good uh, was a good match. I think he was defining some individual mistakes by both sides, uh, but I think at the end of the day it was a well played match. Um, yeah, first for the first of the season with a lot of new faces, uh, a lot of players trying to know each other. Um, yeah, I think it was a pretty good show. Now it's just we rematch them on Wednesday. Hopefully a positive result. Uh, yeah, but for me I'm always big on how. It's not much a what. It's not much if we're winning or lose our ties. For me, it's how that happens. And I believe, like, in that first game, we we lost well, if that's uh, if that's a good way to say it. Uh, but, yeah, it was, yeah, with the how and the way that we build up coming up the next practice on Thursday and also this week's been really good. So, yeah, exciting for, uh, for, next, uh, for the next game on Wednesday. So, yeah, you face them again uh, 
on uh, May 31st, and that will be at Avila at their home site, right? That's correct. Uh, I know you mentioned that a lot of uh, the players drafted in NWSL played in this league. Do you have, I don't want you to necessarily name names or anything, but do you have any players that you think are going to uh, be at that level? Uh, I think it is kind of like, I guess, you know, uh, it depends how the season goes really early right now. They also have uh, to go their college season, uh, how their college season is going to go. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Uh, there's definitely a lot of potential, but yeah, it's kind of like expecting to see how things unfold. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of international girls, we have girls, uh, they're local. So I think it's, again, it's waiting to see how things unfold. But yeah, I would say we, we could probably have players there. It's just now seeing how things go. It's not just, again, in our environment, but also in their environment when they go back to college. Because I do believe this is a continuous process. It's not just one thing or the other. Uh, they have to kind of uh, doing well throughout their whole uh, year. On your team, you have mostly local players that are coming back from college, or is it just from all over? Uh, it's for all over. Actually, uh, I'm big in diversity. Obviously, I'm from Brazil. Um, yeah, so for me, it's like I'm, I'm looking to all over the place. So I think this year, I believe we have five nationalities on the team. So we have Netherlands, Japan, Colombia, Brazil, United States, uh, El Salvador. Uh, did I mention Spain? Uh, yeah, so I think it's... Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of girls from all over the place uh, with a mix from also having a lot of local ladies. Uh, so, yeah, for me, I'm not looking uh, specific to hey, where you're from. I'm specifically looking for the right people. And, yeah, and it's really fun. It's been a great group of uh, players and excited uh, to continue, not just for this year, but it's something that for me, when I think about putting a team together, I don't put rosters together. I believe we have to have a team together. And when I think about a team, it's just returners and Kind of like each year, just adding pieces, not just adding a full new roster. Then, uh, Nick, how's your season been going with the men's side? Uh, eerily similar to the women's side, I will say. So we both lost our first games two to one. Um, we came back out and um, had a doubleheader with the women's, and they won five nothing, and we won three one. Um, probably should have been worse than that uh, we we need to work a little bit on putting away our chances but uh that's okay so i i i think same thing and for, first of all i'll start off by saying um i am very very impressed with the job that jose is doing and the just our women's team in general i think when we started it we did not have this high of expectations and i think that Jose has met those expectations and more. And I think that you guys will see that Jose is probably one of the best up and coming coaches, young coaches in the area. And I can say that pretty confidently. So um, props to Jose and the whole women's team. Um, so I do want to warn you, if you speak him up too much, Manny might move on, right? I know. And I mean, and that's that's really the goal. Right. As if we can if we can give people that stepping stone to further their career, whether it's the players, whether it's the coaches, obviously we'd love to keep Jose as long as we can, but um if he has a better opportunity, we're obviously happy if he can if he can move on to something better. So as you mentioned, you dropped that first game, but you won the next game, what, three one, I think. The the only yes. team to beat a St. Louis team this weekend? Oh, yeah, I, I'm not going to comment on that. I don't want to get in trouble. 
but uh but no we we had a pretty commanding victory over over St. Louis I think we pretty much dominated the game and um and really it was it was frustrating dropping points in that first game against San, or against Des Moines um it's a that's a team that we played in the UPSL and um first time we played them we tied them it was a very frustrating game uh we should have won the second time we lost to them same thing frustrating game should have won and so and uh, that team seems to just keep getting the better of us we went up three to one in that game nick <laughs> they came back and scored four yeah, yeah it's and it's and brutal. and i i don't want to like harp on the refereeing i think it's almost always an excuse but it's it's like don't get in trouble every, don't get in trouble yeah i, I I'll, who's gonna find me right hey, i speak i don't get fined so yeah exactly pretty bad calls, <laughs> pretty yeah. Bad calls. it's yeah i mean exactly. i know i know being half is very hard a lot of the times you know it's uh people make mistakes at tv with vr and all that kind of stuff but those one were game-changing uh, calls which is sometimes it's it sucks you know when you, it's things that you don't have really much control of it yeah yeah it does yeah, it's it, a, it, yeah refereeing yeah. Uh, that's that's also part of this development though is that you have referees learning and getting better and getting more experience at seeing these these plays i mean it's it's it sucks when they make a life change game changing calls i don't want to say life changing <laughs> game changing calls <laughs> Uh, but it is, you know, it's the same. Uh, I would say it's the same as if a player gets a red card that they didn't mean to, you know, handball in a box or something like that. Or yeah. it sucks. But I just we were talking about play, uh, referees at the higher divisions and the need for more and more of those. So yeah, let's not harp too. But I mean, they they make mistakes. They do screw up. But that's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. And I tell you guys, and 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 to be honest, um, we had we had our chances to come back in into the game. So it's, it's by no means uh, completely the ref's fault, but like by any means, it's not completely their fault. We had the chances. And so that's what I harped on our guys. We just got to put away our chances in the first two games alone. I think we've missed like five or six, just really, really good chances. And you know, the higher, the higher up you go, um, the more competitive you get the less chances you get. Right. And so it's just putting away those chances. Uh, like I asked Jose earlier, how is your roster built? Is it a lot of local guys? Is it from all over? Is it, you know? Yeah, so I would say it's primarily local guys. Um, I've got a few guys who are um, not from Kansas City who are coming and doing internships or moving to Kansas City um, who have played elsewhere we've got a kid from virginia beach fc uh coming in who just moved into town um a kid from oakland university who's here doing an internship but i would say primarily it is kansas city kids who um you know go off to college whether that's a kansas city or a local college or um you know we've got kids from boston university xavier um all over the place but i would say it's primarily local kansas city kids and i think our next step is trying to find some form of um consistent consistent housing so we could get more um out of town kids who 
you know, need housing over the summer. So I think that's our next step as a club. I think in the past, I've seen some of your players were not even necessarily in college. They were just local, like high school kids, not even had into college yeah. yet. Is that yeah, still and like- I love it. I, I love playing the young kids. We've got, I think, two or three this year. Um, Dylan Ashford, who, um, very good player. He just graduated from Mill Valley, and I think he's going to UMKC. And we've got a couple of youth rise kids who, same thing, are are trying to figure out what college they're going to, but they're still seniors in high school. So, and I, and I love playing them. I mean, if they can play, they can play. And uh, you mentioned youth rise. That's uh, kind of one of the relationships you guys have with uh, a local club organization. If you guys want to talk about that a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Sesky, go ahead. So youth rise is started by Ann Murphy. It's, it's, it's a, soccer club but it's about giving opportunities for young kids in underdeveloped areas and underserved areas a chance to just get out and have fun and make the most of themselves like work towards a goal uh safely right um there's a lot of good kids that came out of there we had some that played with us in, in the years past like tito favela who's now playing for uh kansas city comets as well um we had let's see shafia lar uh, who's now playing for UMKC, um, you know, going to college, you know, he's a child of immigrants and um, didn't really get a whole heck of a lot of chances other than what Ann Murphy had given him. And, and she's a good role model. And there's a lot of good coaches and good role models for these young kids coming through just to allow them to be kids really and, and grow together. Yeah, it's a, it's a great organization, and uh, I think Ann plays for Jose's team, right? That's correct. Yeah, she's our captain. Um, yeah, for me, I'm I'm big I'm big in relationships. I think as a coach, there's moments for you to be friends, there's moments for you to be coach, and there's moments for you to not be anything. You know, I think that you disconnect. So for me, it's like it's really, really, really uh, good to get to know more and more Ann. Uh, you know, not just in the field, uh, but also off the field. Uh, when you have someone that's 39 years old and is keeping up and being plays playing the high level, you know, the way that she does and her leadership in the field, the way she like impacts us, not just, you know, it's just way bigger than soccer. And yeah, it's always learning. Obviously, she's even older than me. Uh, so every day trying to learn with her and try to bring that leadership, that personality into uh, into our team. And I would say it's been, she's been a rock solid to us in the back and in our team culture as well. You know, she's somebody that cares, values relationships, values people. That's something that I value to a lot. So she brings a lot to the table, not just in the game, uh, in the game of soccer, but also kind of like how, like what we do things in the day to day, how the girls interact with one another. So yeah, amazing human being that yeah, makes me excited to have her with us. Yeah, she's a she's a really great story, and I'll have to have her on at some point too. Uh, actually, I mean, I really wanted to, I just haven't got it done yet. That's my fault. But I was also really impressed with how like stalwart she was in defense in that game that I saw against the Courage. Uh, I think she there was one scramble in the box, like right at the edge of the box, where she like stopped two or three shots and was all over the place on the ground, back up on the ground. It was pretty good. Uh, great defense from her. Right, yeah, and uh, there's also. A- Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, there's also there's also a pretty good article that the WPSL put out there. It's on the website. I, I would encourage everybody to go and just check it out, give it a read. There's some some good quotes about what Youth Rise is, and you can always go check out their website as well, Youth Rise KC. But yeah, we got a good defense this year, Jose. Right. So 
how far are you guys going to go in the playoffs this year, you think, Jose? Yeah, I think for us, it's it's a game to game. I think it's a hard to predict. Uh, it's our first year in the league. Obviously, I think game to game for us, we want to win every game. You know, like we're not going to a game thinking about tying or losing. But again, for me, it's the important is the how. Um, yeah, for us, obviously, we want to win conference. We want to get to playoffs. But I think that's, a, again, a game to game. Our next final is Wednesday against Courage from there. It's St. Louis from there. It's Lou Fuse. I think we just set your goals way, uh, uh, way in front of you. You know, really focus on the day to day. For me, yeah, I'm focused on practicing Thursday, and then from there practicing Monday, and then from there practicing Tuesday, and from there playing Wednesday. So yeah, one step at a time. Uh, one of the nice things for you is that uh, I think you. Well, there's three teams from the WPSL here in town that's all in the same conference. You're so you get to to play each other and not have to travel too far. Yeah, that's I think that's a big advantage to us, uh, not just to us, but to everybody. Uh, yeah, obviously uh, financially, but also as well as logistically. You know, the girls got to sleep on their own bed, eat their own food, um, yeah, drive themselves to the games, which is for like you know, it's just accommodation, just feels you comfortable in your day to day. You don't have to really get off your routine. Obviously, I'm a big fan of traveling uh, to play. Uh, yeah, it's, there's no problem, but at the same time, hey, if everybody can sleep in their own bed and do the same things that they do every day. Uh, that has definitely helped us with performance. But we have to think that's not just to us. You know, everybody else uh, that is playing on that same situation are, are, are experience the same thing. You know, like when we play uh, uh, Courage uh, Rockers, now we play playing Avla, like they were 25 minutes away from each other. Uh, so, yeah, everybody's going to experience the same thing. So I think it's a good positive for the local teams, but as well as also for the league, because I think, you know, it keeps, uh, it avoids a lot, all those traveling and all those time wastings, just like getting here and there. So. And the and the third team in that group is Casey Scott Gallagher, uh, and they play actually just down the road from where I live, so I'll be able to stop in and see those games pretty easily as long as it's not a conflict with something else. Nick, though, you're not you don't have as much luck on the men's side. You, there is another team in town that's in the NPSL, but you're in a yeah. different conference for some reason. Yeah, there's a long story that we will not get into about that, but yeah, um, we are traveling to Milwaukee this weekend, so um spending the night so but no it's i think at the same time it's it's fun to get the guys out and travel and hit the road and i mean i always did it when i was growing up with the brass and um a little bit with the des moines menace and um you know we would take those trips to canada and they always seem to be fun fun trips so hopefully we can have some fun and get a result because i think milwaukee should be a pretty good team those are those were both the uh, PDL teams that you were mentioning there, right? The Brass and the Menace. Yeah, yeah. Which the I brass, think is uh, yeah. No I, longer. I think they count that as USL one now, but which? No, I think it's I think it's USL two. USL so two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it was what Caw Valley was, but it isn't anymore. Yeah. So Des, Mo yeah, Des Moines and, still. Yeah. And then Des Moines. They've they've been winning for a long time since going back to your days, Nick, they, I think they're getting the championship, the USL championship team either next year or the year after. So that's good on them. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, when you do bring in all these players, how do you bring them together? Cause you're bringing in players from different youth systems, different clubs, different colleges, you know, ones haven't played college yet. How do you bring those together, like to try to f make them a team? And I'll let I don't know, Jose start, I guess. 
Yeah, for me, uh, that's why I value teams, not rosters. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of returners coming in. Um, yeah, and I think at the end of the day, it's how you connect today to day. What is your training sessions going to look like? For me, it's uh, it's you play like you practice. Uh, you should practice like you play. Uh, so if your training sessions are not relatable to the games, I think that doesn't uh, that doesn't help anybody. But yeah, but for me, it is. I have a lot of, as I said, the girls that I coach at college, a lot of returners for last year. Uh, so I think it's just continue to implementing a system. Um, yeah, I know uh, sometimes my system can be a little bit different than some of the players that play in college. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's soccer, 11 players on the field. Uh, I'm sure all these girls have been through many different coaches and systems. So uh, it shouldn't take that much long for people to adapt. I think at the end of the day, it's mostly consistent being adapted to one another. Now it's like, hey, what is their tendencies? And you just get that by playing. Uh, so, so for us, it's it's just taking one time again. I look, I see this as a long term, not just one year, two years, three years. I see this like as a year the uh, players come in and come out. So then we have something uh, consistent. Nick. Yeah, I think it can be challenging um, with all these players coming from different backgrounds and different systems in their colleges and different. Um, tactics and styles of play um i think that that can be challenging to bring everyone together and and i think we're particularly on the men's side we've got a lot of new players um less returners than we've had before and so it is we're we're still kind of identifying who we want um to be our main guys you know who's gonna uh who's going to be our starting 11 weekend week out. Um, and obviously we're going to rotate that a lot throughout the summer, but um, just figuring out the style of play. I obviously have the style of play that I want I see us playing, but sometimes that shifts throughout the summer with um, injuries. Sometimes players just can't make particular games. And so um, for example, we might be a little bit short at center back this weekend. So um trying to figure out who's going to fill in at that spot. Um, but it is challenging and I, I do like it. And I love the fact that all these different players are just, they just want to play and get better. And, um, you know, if we can aid them in that, that's, that's our goal. I know in recent years, you have uh, also played some, are you still going to be a player coach or just coaching now? No, no, I, uh, I this this can be my my big announcement, but uh, I am retiring from playing soccer. So um, done with the comets and done with sunflower. And and to be honest, um, I I was gonna be done after this comet season. Anyways, I never planned on playing this summer with the with sunflower, and um i didn't really like doing the whole player coach thing i think that it it got in the way of my coaching in particular and um i see that as like kind of the next phase of my life is going to be coaching and i'm excited to just focus on that so yeah i always wanted to see you play a little more with the comments but uh, we've had that conversation and that's probably a, a subject for another day so yeah i appreciate that and and uh I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this, but congrats to Stefan for getting the job and um, and also big thanks to Leo. I mean, Leo, I think, gave both me and Jose our, our professional um, starts. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I think 
Stefan will do a really good job with the comments, and I wish them all the best. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna try to get uh, Stefan and Bud in on a uh, pod in later this week just to talk about that. But that's a, another another story, another team. Yeah, uh, Sal, what what is the future of this organization? I mean, you have the men, the women, uh, some youth teams. What? Yeah, what's the future so... for this club? The real thing is is just trying to grow each year. Just like what Coach was saying, you don't really want to have too lofty of goals. You want to know where you're going, right? And we've got a, a plan in place, but right now it's just trying to be a little bit more professional, be a little bit more organized in, in the day-to-day. And if you look at where we've come uh, from where we've been, it's, 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 a, it's a big step up and, and just – class I, I guess is one way to say it but we want to we want to provide high level soccer for Kansas City area which I mean these girls and these guys that are they're coming through that there's there's a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of talent in the area as well and a lot of times I mean sporting is huge but sometimes the players when they age out of the system they can kind of fall by the wayside we don't want that to happen and we just we believe that soccer is growing and we want to be along with it um, and just grow in and what we can do and what we can provide for these players year after year uh, and just stick around I mean one of the best things for success is is survival right so yeah. we looked at we, we look to survive because um, you've seen it a bunch of times with teams in the past that have ended up folding for one reason or another and I mean the ones that are still around they're they're usually very successful i mean so we survive first and then uh continue to provide for for all these players that we we care so deeply about so personally i would encourage anybody who listens to this anybody who doesn't listen to this but to go out to a game spend a little bit of money you guys have merchandise you have food trucks show up to these games uh go out and cheer for one of the three or four local teams. Uh, I might leave Scott Gallagher out of it, but that's another story. I'm just kidding. Appreciate that. Um, but, but I mean, how, how do we get more people out to these games? I mean, there was a pretty it's good a, amount out the other day. Yeah. So we're, we're excited about that. Last year we were at Blue Valley high school, which I love. I mean, Nick went to Blue Valley. I went to Blue Valley North. We love that area, but, as far as having something in a little bit more population dense area, <laughs> Rockers has been good for us. Um, it's just, we're, we're playing all our home games at Rockers University this year. It's, it's relatively centrally located for everybody around the Kansas City area. Um, our schedule's on our Instagram and our uh, on our Twitter and Facebook. So if you guys wanna check out when that is, it's also on the league websites for MPSL and for WPSL. Um, I don't know. We're trying to make it fun. Uh, we really are trying to make it fun for everybody to come out and trying to get a put, put like you said, um, good product with uh, with the the food trucks and just a good product on the field. That's that's the big draw, and it's it's really cool to see some pre- free professional players. But if you have any youth kids that come out, if they wear a jersey, you get in free. It doesn't matter what jersey it is. If you wear a jersey, you get in free. Uh, but for everybody else, I believe it's five dollars. It's 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 kind of a cheap night out for some some good soccer and a little bit of fun. So, uh, Jose, how would you encourage people to come out, man? What, what, why, why should they come out and see you guys? 
Yeah, for me, it's all about supporting local. You know, like we're trying to produce uh, players that, you know, they're coming from, probably they play all over the place and now they're coming back home or even girls that are from all over the place and now they're coming here. I think it's an opportunity to support the youth sports, you know, like the growth of the soccer game. I think especially in the women's soccer, uh, the women's soccer is a little bit behind the men's soccer. It's not a little bit of law. So it's like we are trying to support that cause, trying to make it even more professional and big. Now we have a big, uh, big uh, Casey Curran project in the city, you know, where they're going to be the first women's uh, stadium in the world. So for me, it's like just trying to grow that, that side of the game as well. It's like, hey, maybe those players go all the way, uh, all over the place and you want to see them playing. I think that's something that for me, I value that a lot. Uh, and I, I think we've uh, spoken this, but there's a lot of talents in Kansas City. There's a lot of soccer in Kansas City. And during the summer months, it kind of like slows down. Uh, there's not only KC current to be watched. There's not only sporting KC to be watched. No, there's a lot of good high level player to be uh, to be watched during the summer. So I think that's that's how I would say that's how I would phrase it. If, anything to add there, Nick? Yeah, I just think I mean, we've we've kind of proven it. We've we've put some players on um professional rosters so far and hopefully we can keep putting more on there um particularly the comets fans um hopefully we'll get someone on on sporting someday uh but um i think it's just you can see the players develop and these these young players um and if you have young kids who play soccer this could be them someday you know like this could be them this is an attainable goal for them this is something that they can strive to be and um you know if they want to take it to the next level um and want to play professionally hopefully this can be kind of that stepping stone for them um and so yeah just to add on top of that you can see the players develop see the potentially pro players um both the men's and the women's side and it's just supporting locally like they said just supporting the local players supporting the local teams like everyone wants um promotion relegation but like this is the level that we need to do a better job of um supporting and not particularly this level but the lower level professional team stuff like that so um it would be awesome if we could get more fans out more youth fans um just young young players who this can be an attainable goal for them. So it's my goal in life to see uh, a division one team for both men and women in town, two division two teams in town, three division three teams, you know, and just to keep on yeah. going, because you got to have that level if we are going to be a soccer nation. I mean, you have to have all yeah. those. Uh, Europe, they have, you know, 10 teams in every little town, it seems like sometimes bigger towns. I know that, but anyway, it, it, this yeah. town can support a lot of different teams. We just need to get that people out there to realize that and, and watch these games. I've, I've seen both of these teams play and they're entertaining. It's, it's fun to watch. It's good quality soccer. Uh, yeah. They may not be quite as fast or quite as big or quite as good at shooting as a division one team. Although we know some teams in town that don't score very often, but that's another story. Easy there, Fat. Easy. Hey, I, I can make these comments, and, and that's okay. They can be mad. That, that's trying to get us in trouble, guys. I'm not trying to get you guys in trouble. I'm just making <laughs> comments, man. All right. Uh, we only have a, a few more minutes to go before my Zoom dies out, but uh, is there any last words you want to add? Anything I should have asked you guys today or tried to cover? Uh, I, I will say just 
building off of what you said before, what was the old quote? It's like when the when the sea rises, all ships in the harbor rise as well. So if we're doing well, then Kansas City soccer is doing well, then it just continues to grow from there. So um, I butchered that quote, and someone's going to come after me for that. But uh, the rising tide know, lifts all ships. There you go. Thanks. Thanks. That's how Thank I know it, at least. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No, that, that's my parting words. All right, and you guys do sell jerseys, shirts, hats, scarves, that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, Salzing, yes. Yeah, yeah, we have an online store, and hopefully we're going to blast down our social media. I, th- I think that we're really trying to grow our social media presence, and um, hopefully we can just get partnerships with some of the youth clubs in town and get some of those those kids and their parents to the games and hopefully they enjoy it. They like it. They see um, the value in it and they see um, that this could potentially be their, their kids playing here someday. And so I think once we do that and we get people there, like you said, we have an entertaining product. Both sides I think are going to be very strong this year. Uh, The woman's side just went toe to toe with courage. And um, I, I, I would take my team against almost anyone. It's if we perform, that's the real question. But um, we have a lot of talent on both sides. And so I think once we get people to the games, hopefully we can keep them there and prove that we have a good product. And then uh, sometime in the future, you guys will move up another level, right? Uh, no comment. Hopefully, no comment. I have put them on the spot everybody you can't see this but everybody kind of smiled and like uh i don't want to answer that so all right Uh, i appreciate the time guys uh again any last words no just thank you so much Thad, for having us on again it's been what two years since we were on the pod last time but we just really appreciate you and and everything going on with the kc soccer journal it's a quality product good podcast i've always enjoyed it i appreciate that uh i'm gonna actually try to put out an article each week of kind of rec- uh, looking back at the the previous weekend of all the teams. So you guys will be lumped in with our, all the teams and looking forward to the, the coming week. So people will know what's out there. Uh, I actually have part of it written. That's why I've been keep looking over at this other screens, like, you know, who scored and things like that. And all right. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming on, man. And, and even more so, I appreciate you doing what you do because I love having other teams. I can't get out there to as many games as I want to because uh, I'd be on. You know, I I have to cover the higher level teams because that gets us more traffic, and that's just the way it is. I apologize. As I, if I get more people added, I'll try to get people out there. And if you guys know anybody who wants to cover the local teams, send them my way. But I do appreciate what you do, man. That's uh, when at one point I was gonna encourage my daughter to go try out for Sunflower State or for the KC Courage, and she's has teammates former teammates from her from her youth clubs that have played for the courage and i think one of them might be playing for you guys now so that's that's kind of cool uh but it's just uh, it's that level that i i for like you said for players who want to keep playing after they've maybe aged out of local clubs and things like that so it's a it's a great opportunity their own version of welcome to rexon yeah, now you just need a uh, really rich person to invest, right? All right. Anyway, I appreciate you guys, and I will be out to see more of your games. And we are out. Thanks, Dad.